Welcome to a very mindful podcast, the mindfulness podcast at the Center for Innovation at Leiden University. Here we talk about the theory of mindfulness, meditation and mental health and practice together with the help of guided meditations. Today, together with Katie Bush, we will talk about the inner process of change towards diversity and inclusion, as well as teaching and personal development. Katie is a third-year international studies student with Latin America as her area of choice. In her research, she focuses on issues such as social and environmental justice through epistemology, intersectional feminism and body politics. She has just finished her internship at Luden, a network for diversity and inclusion at Leiden University, in the course of which she founded The Space In Between, a space of encounter for students and staff to speak about privilege, guilt, diversity and equity, relating and co-liberation. I am your host, Nicole, and I wish you a mindful time in the following episode. So, hey, Katie, it's uh, really nice to see you virtually and speak to you today about such interesting topics. And thanks for being part of the podcast. Um, yeah, I think our listeners uh, know a little bit about you, but just let me know how are you doing? Are you at home? Are you with your parents? How is uh, the lockdown treating you at the moment? Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks for having me, first of all. Um, yes, exactly. I'm at home. I went home to Germany uh, last week. I'm here with my parents and my sister coming tomorrow from the city where she studies at the moment. And yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just finished my internship uh, yesterday. Um, and yeah, I still have a couple of deadlines to work on. So yeah, that will keep me busy for now, I guess. Nice, thank you. Yeah, and I would say we can just dive right into it. And um, as you mentioned, your internship, um, it was at the Luden Network at Leiden University. And can you maybe tell us a little bit more about um, what does Luden stand for and what Luden does, actually? Yeah, sure. Um, so Luden, first of all, stands for Leiden University Diversity and Equality Network, and it's part of the... Um, diversity and Inclusion Expertise Office that exists at Leiden University since 2014. And um, so Luden specifically works towards yeah, creating and, uh, an inclusive learning and teaching environment at our university by recognizing systemic um, exclusion in the form of racism specifically. But it's also taking an intersectional approach. So That means that different systems of oppressions based on gender, for example, based on class, ability, are intersecting, right? So um, Luden also offers policy advice. And so the members um, meet with the vice director, vice director uh, to make suggestions about what infrastructure is needed to make the university a more um, inclusive environment in which everybody feels represented. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's basically what, what Luden does in general, yeah. Nice, thank you. Thank you for explaining that. And what was your role as an intern and what projects did you work on specifically? Mm -hmm. So I was mainly working uh, on the communications, internal and external communication with different networks mm -hmm. as well, mm -hmm. um, and helping to set up meetings and gaining an insight into Yeah, what diversity actually means within an institution mm -hmm. such as uh, Leiden University and um, how subtle exclusion 
work sometimes and how difficult it is then also to see and recognize for for people who are yeah naturally more on the beneficiary end of the system or naturally i mean you know in terms of how the system is set up um yeah and i also created i had the chance to create uh the space in between um so yeah a, a space for staff and students to enter into conversation about say quite un uncomfortable topics for example privilege and guilt but then also we speak about or we will speak about in january our next session will be on diversity and equity and um, our last such a session that is scheduled for february um, will be on relating and collaboration very nice. Yeah, I have the privilege to be part of the space in between. And uh, I think it's a great project that, you know, bridges the gap between the very academic and personal processes we go to. So also the name space in between really, I have to say, um, resonated with me because it's it feels like a safe space to address personal um, struggles in a, in a reflective way and share uh, on different topics. So uh, thank you for also creating um the space um, and yeah I touched upon how, how this is maybe an attempt to reflect on our personal development so I wanted to ask you what personal developments do we as individuals have to undergo towards greater yeah, diversity and inclusion in general I think first of all the space in between and thank you for, for your words of appreciation and being part of that as well um, I mean, it tries to say, basically, you know, we're not in this alone. Um, and I think privilege is something that mm -hmm. all people at the university, students and teaching staff have to very different degrees, right? Mm -hmm. But um, so that is kind of the common ground. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I felt like personally in my journey of, you know, becoming aware of my own privilege, which was, yeah, also quite, you know, not very comfortable obviously and um mm -hmm. that it was important for me to have a community mm -hmm. or have have people to speak to through uh who go through the same or very similar process and of course that triggers a lot of anger mm -hmm. so for me um it was when i when i was in colombia and i was working there and living there for a year and never had I ever been confronted with my privilege so drastically and that was that just created a lot of confusion a lot of anger mm -hmm. a lot of guilt as well um, and now you know I think that anger is good um, mm -hmm. because it does steer change you know it makes you active and I feel like personally growing up you know with this stereotypical image mm -hmm. of you know, good white girl image. Um, I just, yeah, any form of, of, of anger was disrupting, you mm -hmm. know, disrupting to the system, to the patriarchy. So that's why I think anger is good. <laughs> Here we go. I agree, I agree. And I actually would like to, just for a second, tie it maybe back to mindfulness because, mm -hmm. um, you know, you reflected on the personal developments we go through um, on these topics. And I think mindfulness can definitely help us um, arrange or put 
these thoughts like or emotions like anger into place and rather approach them in a responsive rather than reactive way so i think as you said anger is good if we use it in a way that we don't react but respond with anger and use it in a transformative way with activism and creating spaces like you are right now um so thank you for explaining that and you know having now talked about the personal processes we go through do you also think that this inward process is currently overlooked in academia yes i think to a great extent um i think Mm -hmm. for example you know being okay with making mistakes and learning that is Mm -hmm. so important you know we're so trained to Mm -hmm. aim high all the time and embody perfectionism which is not really you know i think which leads to mental health issues you know that are so um prevalent i think among students as well but just among the greater society um because it is just dehumanizing you know we're not machines um yeah and i think also to to overlook inequalities all the time you know we're not a homogenous mass when we enter enter the the classroom you know, everyone comes with their own personal trajectories and there has to be room for that, I think. And that's why the classroom maybe should be a, um, a space where we have conversations, you know, where we co-create the space and, and include personal mm-hmm. experience. And that is something that mm-hmm. is, I think, sometimes, you know, lacking in, in academia or also the course that I'm um, co-teaching we Mm -hmm. think about what are how can what are different ways to do research Um, Mm -hmm. so instead of being this invisible researcher to claim objectivity by the means of your academic status you know how can we work together Um, and because there are always power in power dynamics you know and in human interaction Mm -hmm. and especially in subjects of studies such as you know or yeah in the humanities um and i think those are things that have been historically ignored but we need to see them we need to acknowledge them and we need to find our own or we need to be aware of our own positionality you know so Mm -hmm. um learn how to navigate spaces learn when it is my turn to speak as a white woman when I have to be you know or yeah when I um when I have to speak up and when is it my turn my turn actually to hold space you know and listen Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. cultivating a culture of listening is something you know we actually just talked with Rolando Vasquez about in the space in between when we talked about guilt, you know, that guilt is something very selfish because it stays enclosed in the self. It doesn't take in the other. But to take in the other, we get to listen, you know, we need to listen. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that might create an internal crisis, you know, because all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I've learned it completely differently throughout all my life, you know? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but actually it's important to, to, um, yeah, I think this crisis is, is inevi- inevitable. Um, 
Um, but then I think the space in between, that was also kind of my intention behind it, you know, to understand, okay, all of a sudden people tell you, well, you are racist, you're complicit with racism if you want it or not, you know? Yes. Um, because the system that we live in is, capitalism is based on exploitation of racialized bodies, nature and resources. So, mm-hmm. um, and that, you know, that creates a lot, you know, a big crisis, I think. But mm-hmm. instead of, um, the risk is always, I think, for people then to shut off and be like, well, okay, then I can't do anything, you know, if I just, by, you know, merely being being white and being born in, in a European context or whatever, I'm complicit with it, you know, mm-hmm. what am I to do? Well, you know, get, or like, yeah, kind of reach out your hands, you know? Um, and mm-hmm. say, well, let's let's go through this together and let's start listening. Let's let's um, try to imagine a new way of of relating and of learning and yeah, coexisting. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I just want to take a moment and take that in with a deep breath. <laughs> so thank you for um, sharing that. Um, I think this all has to do definitely with the inner processes we go through. Like you explained how differently we can approach also the classroom and holding and giving space especially. And I would like to just for a moment connect the mindfulness and teaching because let's just pretend that we are teachers <laughs> for a second. and. I think as we connect with ourselves through our self-development and maybe our own mindfulness practice, I think we can also connect more therefore with our students and create relationships. And I think those relationships are the ones that make the change in the classroom. Um, So I wanted to share this with you. I listened to a TED talk yesterday by Amy Burke in Amsterdam, and it was about mindfulness and education and uh, learning from the inside out. And uh, she mentioned or she asked a crucial question, which was, what if excellence in education means that a student has a better understanding of who they are and how they want to be in this world? And this really resonated with me as I also interpret mindfulness in a similar way. I think it can teach us to examine the way we are right now and how we want to respond to future circumstances. And I think that... It's also the reason why mindfulness has the potential actually to be integrated in education because even though you have not mentioned the word mindfulness but all the uh, reflective work and all the personal work that you are mentioning is very much connected to the results and effects of mindfulness so thank you for mentioning that i just wanted to tie it all down and um Yeah, moving on, you also mentioned some um, political reflections and activism, and I wanted to ask you how those can be connected maybe to mindfulness or maybe even the spiritual level. Mm. Yeah, yeah, beautiful what you said. Um, I think for me, from my positionality as a young a white woman with German descent, from German descent. Um, it's, I need to tie my spiritual practices in a way to my political actions, because everything is political, right? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and I think, so that's something that, um, yeah, I'm just now actually 
disentangling um, because I feel like a lot of um, spiritual teachers, you know, new age spiritual teachers that I've listened to a lot and learned also a lot from, um, there, there is a problem, I think, with them teaching, for example, about abundance and um, that you can create your own reality. And I'm like, yes, that's true. But I think for me, it gets problematic when that comes from a white, very privileged person, mm. because you have mm. to take into mm. account inequality. So not everybody has the means to do so. Not, you know, not everybody has a financial, not only financial, but also, you know, a support system. Um, so I think yeah it has it has shaped my my awareness um listening to one of my personal spiritual teachers um an afro-canadian woman and also bell hooks reading bell hooks you know mm -hmm. i think that and maybe yeah we can talk a bit about that um because i feel like you know our women's circle has always also been quite political you know we've talked about our experiences of sexism our internalized um sexism and we needed that space, you know, to to understand the narratives that we've been grown up with, that um, we're reproducing also in our everyday actions if we are not mindful of it, you know, if we don't, if we're not aware of it, because ultimately, I think um, the women that come to this the women's circle for example you know maybe to interrupt you for a second i don't think uh, everybody knows what the women's circle is and what you have created you have also set up um, i mean i'm lucky to be part of it um, but maybe we can just share how it came about and what it represents uh, sure yeah and you know i'm <laughs> uh yeah i mean i definitely haven't set up that alone you know it was, it was actually the four of us you know you Rahel and Nike, my roommate, and um, interestingly, interestingly, the three or three of, of the four women um, that have set the circle up, you know, also study international studies. Um, but what a coincidence! <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I think it was when was that in 2018, March 2018, mm -hmm. we started mm -hmm. to yeah to to meet every Sunday at our place and um, yeah, and I always find a topic that we found relevant um, to connect but also not to only connect on yeah find a political topic that we wanted to talk about but not only political also spiritual topic you know and then um, I think for me the space is always to is or still is to cultivate sisterhood and what I was just um, saying earlier you know because ultimately it is to change our reality and change our relations, you know, change how we relate and how we see each other as women. Do we see each other as competitors? No, you know, you're my sister. So I, I don't, I yes. do not want to fall into this trap of, you know, mm -hmm. what maybe I've been, or what I've been told also, not not by my parents necessarily, not, not explicitly, you know, but just by, mm -hmm. by the media and how, how, yeah how women are portrayed and and um i think that is something crucial to understand and to deconstruct and then also mm -hmm. to find to really cultivate 
you know, practice meeting each other on Sundays, you know, sharing what was going on and, and um, our ideas, our reflections, our experiences with different topics um, to, yeah, to transform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree definitely. And I think what comes together also with the new approach on teaching that we talked about a little bit and with the women's circle, it's definitely a sense of community and a sense of having relationships and this space to, you know, to reflect also upon our own mistakes. Like we talked about, we all learn um, throughout our studies and later on throughout all of life. So I think, you know, having the community and having the space to do the reflection work and do that activism that is needed that's the most important um that's the most important point maybe um and maybe to put you on the spot a little bit i wanted to ask you one last question and um just answer from your gut feeling there's no right or wrong answer why do you think that mindfulness matters mm. i think mindfulness matters because we got to find a way to back to ourselves and back to as cheesy that might sound you know to living in community and seeing each other seeing each other not as you know we're not separate beings my choices my mm. my yeah my decisions have an impact on other people you know if i see it directly or not And I think this is something that has mm -hmm. to be, you know, we're not individuals living in a vacuum. No, we are not. We are actually ultimately living in community. And I think mindfulness can help us also to connect mind and body and, and transcend mm. the separation. I think that is something that mm -hmm. is very radical almost you know i feel like spiritual practice is something mm -hmm. almost radical to, to do these days because we live in a yeah. paradigm of separation you know and dualism and yeah to because spirituality for me and i think that's that's also you know that's connected to, to mindfulness um is to see unity and actually to live unity and that is very much mm -hmm. yeah that is that goes a bit against I think the reality we, we live in mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. yeah yeah thank you so much Katie for sharing and also for your input today um, I really appreciate having talked to you and um, taking your time and yeah just sharing this space with me today um, and with that I would like to say thank you and I'll hear you in the next episode mm -hmm.